to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. Uh, I'm Darlene Brock, and you know what, Julie? I am a glass half full kind of woman. Are you? Yeah. In fact, if there's even a drip in the glass, I kind of go, okay, we can make this work. We got something. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'm Julie Graham. And I mean, I think I would agree when somebody asks you that question, are you glass empty, glass full? I I always kind of get annoyed with the question. Like this is so philosophical. I don't care, but you're right. I am thirsty. (laughs) You you do carry your bottle of water around everywhere you go. It's one of those, it's so philosophical. I kind of get annoyed with it, but I'm totally with you that I tend toward the optimistic view of life. Well, and I think what we have found true, at least research has found true that we're not the only ones. Hmm. Do you know women live longer? You'd probably yes, know I've that I've definitely one. heard that. Yeah. Well, part of the reason research has shown is because we are generally more optimistic. Well, see, there's a reason right there to look for the positive side of things. Yeah, it is. But I also think it's really funny some of the things that we're optimistic about. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, there are some, some unreasonable optimism Like, uh, do you find you fill your purse with things that you may never use, but you think one day you're going to need it? Yes. Well, yeah. If I peek into my purse and I see all of the weird things that are in there, I start to want to take them out, but then I say, but I might need them. Yeah. And there will come the day that I will have to have that there. Well, and then I end up with a bad back and I have to empty out my purse. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I've never used these 38 items that I had with me just in case I need them. Yes. Hmm. You're right. We do tend to buy the next beauty cream, the next lash boost, the next lip filler, because it's totally going to be the one that is going to change our lives. Yeah. And then we have to move the pile that we had before (laughs) down to the drawer below it. So we we can keep it because we might need it (laughs) because maybe we were wrong. Maybe it did work. We don't know. Uh, what about keeping every single bra we've ever owned? Because, you know, I just might still want to wear that one that I'm replacing because I don't like it. We do that, don't we? I mean, honestly, the drawer that I have is pretty embarrassing because they are, you know, for me, they're probably, you know, 20 years old. I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Vintage. You always notice the good in your child and tell them how wonderful and perfect and, you know, great at everything they are. Although, is that really always true all the time? No, it's not. And they will prove you wrong on occasion. But I think that's a good one. I think we should do that as women because, you know, it often brings out the best of them. Well, and we're boosting their confidence. Absolutely. So that optimistic thing, I think it's a great one. I know I'm so guilty of buying the new popular as seen on TV, as seen all over my Facebook feed, handy kitchen gadget. So these days it's the instant pot. Have you succumbed and bought that yet? I haven't bought that one. No. Well, I bought it because I'm like, everyone's saying it's going to make dinner just happen in five minutes. And so, yes, I would like a five minute dinner made for me. The truth is, is you still actually have to buy the ingredients and put them into the pot and turn it on. (laughs) So I have one recipe that I keep making every couple of weeks and I should really try to get a little more life out of that. Yeah, you probably should, but I can can tell you, I do have a cabinet. Well, I've started getting rid of them, a cabinet full of... All those appliances. This looked like a great idea at the time. Mm. Appliances. Yeah, absolutely. we were optimistic. It was going to answer all of our problems. Yeah. Hmm. Now, we live in Florida. 
We do. Right? Yep. And, and it's it beautiful. is winter in Florida right now. Oh, it's now. freezing. It is freezing. It is 62 <laughs> degrees. Ah! Yeah, we're dying. But what we do is we buy that winter coat that they actually sell down here, which when I first moved here was remarkable to me. But they sell the winter coat down here, and we do it because we know our husband's going to take us in February to a Broadway play <laughs> in New York City, don't we? Oh, he is, and we'll have the perfect pea coat. Yeah. My husband for that doesn't occasion. like New York City, so that's not working out. <laughs> so that's out. not happening. Yeah, no. But well, we you do can wear it on that one morning that it's fifty because yeah. we do pull our jackets out. <laughs> yes, we our do. Our heavy jackets out yes, at fifty do. degrees. Yes, we whatever. Do. That jacket was cute, and you needed it. Yes. Here's what I do, and I think I've even said it before, but if the gaslight comes on. I'm like, gaslight? Yeah, you're telling me I have 30 miles. I have plenty of time before I need to worry about getting stranded on the side of the road. Yeah, so let's see. Target, the grocery store. Uh, Basically, all of all my driving can still happen. Pick up Lincoln, yes. and then you get gas. Maybe. <laughs> because I'm sure I'll be fine. And, you know, if something were to really happen, somebody will pick me up. Not even a big deal. Oh, boy. Yeah. So here's the deal. We ladies, we do. We like to draw on our um, our nature toward being optimistic. So in this episode, we are going to talk about why that is such a good thing. And also we recognize that maybe you're listening and you realize, hmm, I don't tend toward the glass half full uh, perspective. I tend to think a little more negatively. We hope you'll recognize that it is beneficial for lots of reasons to look for the positivity in things. It is. And you may be one of those women who are optimistic generally, but I know for me, Julie, I, I am, but there are days where I think there is no way out of this nonsense I'm in the middle of. And you get it to the sky is falling, the sky is <laughs> falling, everything is horrible. Exactly. Yes. I've yeah. been having some of those days recently, well, as you might imagine. And understandable, ladies, we need to also give ourselves a break, a little bit of grace, because there are seasons in life and days in life where, forget the optimism, we just want to curl up in bed. So what are ways we need to start with how to change that when we have that perspective or that attitude, Julie? Yes. Let's start with how to do that. Tell me, oh, wise one. What's step number one? (laughs) You know, I think when we get in that place, we're looking at only the problems. Mm. We're looking at the challenges we're facing or the difficulties that have entered our lives or the people who are driving (laughs) us crazy. I would agree. A lot of times it's so easy to just focus on the other person and they are the problem. Absolutely. And instead of focusing on the problem, you need to shift to focusing on a solution. You may not have one, but you need to find one. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. Well, what if I feel like there is no solution? It's start looking for the solution instead of dwelling on the problem. Exactly. And looking for a solution could be, if you can't find it yourself, go talk to somebody you trust. Mm. Go uh, find someone who can help you get a different perspective and find the solution to whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. And even I think what you're saying in this is just choosing to recognize that just because you don't have the solution right now doesn't mean that there can't be one. And now I'm moving my eyes from the problem to beginning to search for the solution. And maybe it's even just giving yourself permission to begin to search for, not saying, all right, I see the problem. Therefore, now I have to hurry and find the solution. Absolutely. And I'm a loser if I can't find the solution. <laughs> yeah. And pronto. we do say that to ourselves. Oh do my we goodness, not? we do. And yeah. so, yeah, choosing to say, okay, I see the problem 
and that's fine. It's okay to see the problem, but now I'm going to begin looking for the solution or someone to help me find a solution or at least a baby step I can take toward the solution. Well, and in addition to finding the solution or on your way to finding the solution, don't do what you've always done. I mean, in that situation, you might need to go, all right, I've repeated these things Mm -hmm. in this relationship or this situation. Let me try something new. Because obviously that hasn't worked. Well, it's that old definition of insanity, continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. And that's going to be the same thing with optimism. Yeah. If you always go toward the negative, the issue, repeating the problem, that's going to continue to give you the same results, which is sitting in a big pile of negativity, seeing all of the bad instead of looking for the way out to the beginning toward something good. Yeah. And even when you discover the solution or you think, you're on the road to the solution, all of a sudden you find you have a little bit of hope. You may Mm -hmm. not have figured it Mm -hmm. out. You may not have all the answers. You may not fixed it, but you have switched from thinking this will never Mm -hmm. turn around to I think we, I think this will work. I think I can. And get can out of I this. just say, when you begin to feel that way, what if we just gave ourselves permission to sit there for a second and enjoy that? Enjoy the fact that, hey, maybe this isn't so bad. Like maybe I'm not fully there to the problem is over and I've solved the problem, but just basking in the fact that in this moment, I'm starting to feel hope instead of continued despair. I love that. I think if we let ourselves feel that for a minute, that would actually give us even a little bit more strength. Um, We would begin to to gather the grit that we need to keep stepping into further and further into that problem solving. Do we feel like we're talking to ourselves? A little bit. Yes. I'm totally going to have to play this back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of playback, I I think one of our little hacks that can help us in um, stepping out of negativity and into optimism is to when you start to feel overwhelmed, when When you feel that, you know, the sky is falling mentality, take a minute and give yourself a playback of a positive thing that you've experienced recently, or even just that mini B-roll of your whole life and the things that have gone well. Oh, absolutely. And if you just focus back on those, you go, all right, I remember at the beginning of this film, life looked (laughs) desperate. And then, you know, this little 30 minute film at the end, it worked out. And all was good and all was well. So you do, if you play back things that actually you have conquered or challenges that you have um, gotten past, Mm -hmm. you go, all right, if I did it before, guess what? I can do it again. This gives me an opportunity to just toot the social media horn because, you know, I like to try to put a positive spin on social media. We get so down because we look at everyone else's highlight reel and then all of a sudden my life is horrible and my husband doesn't like me and my kids are animals and (laughs) I never eat anything but macaroni and cheese, whatever it is. Um, Oh, wait, that's a problem? No, I'm definitely not saying it's a problem. You see my kids lunch. Um, (laughs) But we get so obsessed with looking at other people's lives and then we think ours is bad. What if as a playing back the good in our lives, once in a while, we stop and look at our own highlight reel and remember all of those good things? Because if we're being honest, we do the same thing. We post our good moments. So you can use your social media to your advantage every now and then when you're feeling overwhelmed and defeated and sad and like your life's not going where you want it to go. Take a minute, scroll back through and look at the things that you have shared because it's most likely your happy moments and just enjoy them again for a minute Yeah, and let that encourage you to step forward. And Facebook does that for you occasionally. I got the end of 2017, you know, the oh, little thing little cheesy movies. Up. Yeah, the little cheesy, <laughs> cheesy movies are good. Yes. And I went, 
oh, and what oh, a good year. Look at that. I did. Oh, you know, you kind of go, <laughs> you kind, it's kind of a nice reminder. Yes. Yes. See, when we can find the good in social media, you're welcome. <laughs> so every time you need them, replay them. Absolutely. All right. Work toward improving the situation. All right. Again, we said if something's not working, try another route. Mm-hmm. Try another route. And and you might be hearing that saying, but I don't know another route. That's why I keep doing the same thing. Well, it's time to phone a friend, <laughs> phone a professional friend as needed, or, you know, literally just go to a friend of yours who you think may have experience in the problem that you are facing and just go ahead and put your pride aside and say, Hey, I need help. There's nothing wrong with that. In well, fact, it's probably going to give you an opportunity to bond with that friend who can help you in this area. And then probably down the road, you'll be helping her in a different area. And are there not a million books or articles that address some of the challenges that we have that actually have some really good advice and some good thoughts on how to get out of it? You know, go to the resources, go to the grit and grace Yeah, there you go. We do have, <laughs> some, honestly, we have some great ones there. We have women who have faced challenges mm-hmm. that you are probably facing, mm-hmm. whether it is stepmother co-parenting, mm-hmm. whether it is a miscarriage, whether mm-hmm. it is raising an autistic child. So you go, you look at these resources, including ours and others, and you find some women who you relate to and have found some answers. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So again, no shame in looking for help. In fact, oftentimes that is the first best step you could be taking. And reminder, be proud of yourself for taking that step and beginning to look for some help. Yeah. Speaking of steps, Julie, don't think you're going to run the marathon on the first day. (laughs) Yeah. You're not... You're not going to find the end to your Mm -hmm. challenge uh, the day you take the first step. Mm -hmm. Be very content with one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Be very okay that, all right. My my great-grandmother always told me. Real quick, what did you call her? Because I feel like they have fun names, great-grandmother. Well, she really did. She was Grandma Bunger. It was really pretty simple. Grandma Bunger. You know, she had 12 children and a billion grandchildren, and I was a (laughs) great-grandchild. So. You know, we descended on her door like an army. She was, <laughs> and she um, loved it. I'm sure she loved it. Mm-hmm. She loved it. But she would look at me as a little girl and say, "By an inch, it's a cinch. By a yard, it is hard." Mm. You know, I know that's really kind of a cheesy, wonderful statement, but I said it to my daughters because it's mm. true. A little bit at a time. Well, yeah, it's like you know, it's still kind of the beginning of the year, so everyone's like, "I've got to lose thirty pounds or whatever it is." And then when you know the three weeks later you haven't lost thirty pounds, why aren't we thankful that maybe we found ourselves eating five healthy meals, you know, that week instead of all junk? Why can't we be happy with one step at a time? Right. Yeah. Speaking of that, and you're better at this than I am, a healthy body. Mm helps your attitude. That's true. It's not It's not about weight. And we women definitely focus way too much on the number on the scale instead of how we actually feel. I've heard it said, if you um, nurture a happy body, you'll have a happy mind too. And, and you've heard me say, especially in this recent crazy season of I've got to get out of here and get to the gym, not because I'm concerned about my weight, but because the, you know, working out helps me get all those endorphins or whatever those sciencey words are that make me literally feel better. It's a way of hand handling your stress. And when you eat healthier foods, 
I promise your body is happier because you're giving it actual nutrition. Now, I am not saying you don't need ice cream at night sometimes. Absolutely. That has definitely been part of my current life management plan Absolutely. is ice cream at night. But, you know, focusing on eating more healthier than junk, you really are fueling your body to be able to handle the life that you're living every single day. You can. And if you want to eat fried macaroni and cheese appetizer on Saturday, <laughs> go for it. But do. Or Tuesday. Make, or Tuesday. That's true. <laughs> because it's probably on sale on Tuesday. Um, but do make it, make a life change. And whether it is walking mm-hmm. or whether it is going to the gym and being just incredibly good at working out, which obviously I'm not. <laughs> Um, whatever But it you is. like to walk. That's I do. your thing. You I do. like to get out. I like to, be, I like to hike. I like oh. to go to the place, our place in the mountains and I love to hike. I love to be outdoors. So mm-hmm. yeah, for Find me, what that you works. like. Yeah. That makes your body happy and healthier for yep. sure. And I do think that that will begin to make a difference. All right. What's something else we need to do? I think sometimes we almost let life get in our way. We let things that if we're really thinking it through, we let things into our life that we know are actually going to create hurdles for us that are going to be obstacles for us. We do, don't we? We do. We let them in knowing that's probably going to mess me up later, but I let it in. And then all of a sudden it's created a huge problem six months down the road because I let that little thing start to slip in. Okay. Let's unproductive habits, which is not really just about eating or food. It can be I spend three hours watching TV or four hours watching TV at Mm -hmm. night when maybe I could take a walk and watch two and a half hours of TV or something, Mm -hmm. you know, where you get into a habit that is really unhealthy and it kind of diminishes both your physical activity and your mental activity. Mm -hmm. Your productivity overall. Or maybe you're, um, you're a big fan of hitting the snooze button every single morning, multiple times. Oh, that's wrong. I mean, I'm not saying you don't ever hit the snooze button, but sometimes you fall into a, I set my alarm, but I never actually get up for the time I set it up for. I just, I do this dance with my alarm clock and I'm snooze, snooze, snooze. Well, after a while you begin to realize, wow, I'm losing 45 minutes every day. That could just be quiet time where no one's talking to me. We ladies need that quiet time where nobody's talking to me. And me, you know, thrust into single mama life, that time does not happen at night. Because by the time I get my kid in bed, it's like I literally fall into bed myself. But if I were just disciplined enough to just get my alarm set and then respond to my alarm by waking up instead of snoozing it, I could get those precious few minutes where he's not mommy, 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 look at me, build with me, feed me, whatever it is that he needs. And you just feel a little more centered. And then the day doesn't feel as overwhelming. Yeah. I didn't hit the snooze button. I lied to myself. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, I set my clock, my alarm clock 10 minutes ahead before the real time. And it's really bizarre because... I, I knew, knew I did it, was, yeah. but I still reacted to it. You I forced still went, yourself to live by that oh, clock. Yeah, I did. I forced myself to live by a lying clock and it worked. I like this idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and sometimes it's not habit. Sometimes it's people that you let Ooh. into your life, into your circle of friends, into your schedule, into your psyche. There's sometimes there's people that they're gonna just take you off course because they're super negative or they're maybe they're jealous of you and they're looking for ways to, in one sense, sabotage you. These things happen. There's nothing worse than when you say, this is horrible. Life is horrible. You don't want somebody to go, oh no, it's not. But you don't want somebody to go, 
Yes, it is. And you will never get out of it. You will live there forever. You know, you want the, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're having a tough time. And yes, it's a tough time. But I believe there will be better times. Mm -hmm. I believe for you that there is a future that you will be happy. Or even I believe that you will be able to get through this. And this is what I see in you. You've got to surround yourself with people who sure can feel those hard times with you, but then can also be part of like pulling you out and walking along with you. So if you're looking in your circle of friends, um, the people maybe even at your workplace that you spend a lot of time with that are just constantly negative, I think it's okay to allow yourself to put some distance between you for your own health. (laughs) Absolutely. And you mentioned those who may be jealous. There are, we have to recognize the fact that there are what I would call saboteurs. Such a fancy word. Isn't it a good one? But it's true. They, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they, For whatever reason, their unhappiness or their whatever, they want your life not to be good. Mm -hmm. They want to um, compound your problem rather than help you through it. And we have all run into, and they're not the majority. The good news is there's just (laughs) few and far between, but to be able to recognize that Mm -hmm. that is what this person is. Mm -hmm. So I need to take a wide berth around them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And not, especially now when I'm having a really tough time, I don't need their influence in my life. Yeah. So give yourself the freedom to create that space. And I think sometimes we've got to learn to be our own coach, for lack of a better word, be our own cheerleader. Um, And when, when you're struggling to be your own cheerleader, there is nothing wrong. In fact, there's great wisdom in reaching out and looking for someone that you admire their ability to handle that area of life where you're really struggling. So you're looking for a mentor, you're looking for a coach, you're looking for someone who has succeeded in the problem area that you find yourself in and get her tips, follow her example. Yeah. I think if you find people that you actually live life with and Mm. doing so you are observing how they handle things. Mm. Even if you're not in the middle of handling things, they're great resources for in the future. When you're facing that challenge, you can go, I saw what they did. Mm -hmm. I saw how they acted Mm -hmm. and I watched it work. I watched them find their way through whatever path that they were thrust into. Yeah, totally. You're looking for somebody who, you know, you just, you are impressed with the way they navigate difficult situations. You've seen, um, you know, success in different areas of their life. They have healthy relationships. This is the kind of woman you kind of want to model yourself after. We actually have a couple articles that I'm going to link to in the show notes that maybe will help you look for this kind of woman. Um, I'm thinking of, of course, we have one, um, why you want to be a mentor and how to find one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm definitely going to link to that one. But, you know, I'm also thinking about um, one that I really liked, um, the behaviors in an inspired woman. And so I'll link to both of those because you're looking for somebody who has some of those strong behaviors because you know we're all we're all about a strong woman here at the grit and grace project yes we are we'll link to both of those for sure so looking for that interconnectedness because the truth is is we thrive when we are connected to other women so we always want to be looking for ways to do that yeah and i think we need to encourage ourselves Mm -hmm. i think you touched on that a minute ago be your own cheerleader say Job you know, well I never done. was a cheerleader, so I, I like the idea either. of getting to be one. <laughs> I actually didn't relate to them at all. I know. I, mean, I, was I couldn't of the, see you as one. No, I was kind of of the hippie <laughs> kind of thing. And the cheerleaders, I kind of went, I don't know. <laughs> a little too optimistic. Keep your point. pom-poms to yourself. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I was in the marching band. So, you know, me and the cheerleaders are just a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. But so we're saying we weren't cute and cool in high school. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> Ooh, that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, you need to sometimes pat yourself on the back. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of your accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. Say, well done. When you know you've done well, say, well done. And I think sometimes we need to look for our girlfriends, ways that we can be there. Good job. Well done. Because we ladies were saying we struggle with this sometimes. So sometimes you need to be the friend who's, who's looking for the good thing that someone else has done. So you can be their cheerleader. And then it reminds them that you're right. I have done that well. And who can I go encourage? Yeah. Right? Like a chain reaction kind of a thing. I love that. In seasons of optimism, Share it with those who need a little bit of optimism that day. One thing we are not saying, Julie, is that you need to pretend that you are optimistic, that you need to put forth a positive attitude when everything is going south. We're not saying, we always say fake it till you make it, but we're not saying be fake in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, that whole fake it till you make it concept, um, we are super big fans of, but that's more like when you're on the way, you know, building something, doing something that you're unsure of. That's that's different than putting on a facade, saying everything's okay when inside you're dying. Um, my fear, you and I, we've we've talked about this with this conversation. We don't want to to at all come across that everything's fine all the time and just put on your happy face. You may be in a season where you are struggling with significant anxiety anxiety or depression. And so just hear us, friend, if that is you, um, we are not expecting you to throw on a fake happy smile and just pick yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, we so that is a completely different conversation. You know what? Now that we've gone there, I am going to link to some of our articles on handling depression because we want to be a resource for you. That's not what we're talking about in this it episode. And we do know that there, there are seasons of sin- serious depression that you have to find your way through. Absolutely. So what we're saying is in the everyday little things that can trip us up, tending toward the positive sign has so many benefits that it doesn't hurt us now and again to say, you know, friend to friend, hey, let's look for the good instead of always focusing on the bad. Now you and I, Dar, we are women of faith. We are. Wouldn't you say that this is probably where the truest optimism in our life actually comes from? Yes, because our hope is not just in this world. Mm, Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Because honestly, some days I wake up and think if I had to depend on everything around me, whether Mm. it's money or politics or, you know, I Mm -hmm. I would just lose my mind because I can't depend on that. Mm -hmm. My dependence is on a God who cares about my everyday, Mm -hmm. who cares about what I, what I am going through, what challenges I'm facing. And it doesn't mean that he automatically fixes them all. Oh my goodness. Absolutely not. He does not. But that does mean I have a companion and hope Mm -hmm. before it happened in the middle of it and after we're done. Absolutely. And I, and I love, you know, in those seasons when I am, you know, it feels like crushed on every side, which I think is even actually a Bible verse that I can, I can say, yes, I am, I am going through this difficulty, but God is with me in this. And he is, he's teaching me something in this and he's put people around me who can love me in in this difficult season, who can speak hope and life. And so, um, knowing that we can go to our faith to be kind of that, that, um, root system that we need when we're starting to feel, oh, I can't do this anymore, we can remember that there's always a purpose and that God has a good plan for us when we have our trust in him. Yeah. And he is an honest God Mm. where I know that if I am angry Mm. and angry at him, 
which is allowable. Mm-hmm. It happens. It does happen. When we're being honest and when not we're trying being to fake honest. it. <laughs> and he wants us to be. I mean, mm-hmm. he is a God who will hold me in his arms as I am pounding in anger on his mm-hmm. chest. He mm-hmm. will comfort me when I am furious. Mm-hmm. And I can depend on that. So our hope indeed is in our faith, but he also gives us the ability to change our attitudes, mm-hmm. to change our life view, to take the steps when we are feeling the challenges to become more optimistic. Yep. I'm actually, now I feel like I'm talking about the links again, which is not your favorite thing, but we have um, a <laughs> great series. Julie is our billboard. Julie, she does a great <laughs> That's job. That's why and you we really do, I, No, there's a lot of reasons, but okay. But you actually did a really great series on, um, you know, beginning faith, building faith, um, and when your faith is battered. So I'm actually going to link to that in these show notes, because maybe you're hearing this. Maybe, maybe I do want to look more into a relationship with this God you guys are talking about. Um, that would be our greatest. I mean, that would make us so happy if that's something you're thinking about as a result of this conversation. So we'll definitely link to some resources specifically on maybe growing in um, your faith. So, but our hope in doing this episode is just, just to remind you, to remind me when I go back and listen to this, that even when we're experiencing a bump in the road, a trial, a difficulty, that there's always something good in the midst of it. There is. So does that lead us to our quote? Of course, we're going to end with a quote on positivity and an episode about being optimistic. Optimism. Someone who figures that taking a step backward after taking a step forward is not a disaster. It's more like a cha-cha. Whoa, love that one. All right, y'all. You have a great week looking for the positive things that are absolutely happening in your grit and grace life. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.